uh, Bill D'Agostino from Newsbusters. Good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. Enjoy the uh, the debate last night. Yeah, you know, I kind of did. Be- because well, and I I know that a lot of people were looking forward to the uh, the crash that there would end up being some some kind of a verbal brawl. It didn't uh, turn out that way. Are you surprised? No, no, it didn't. Uh, well, I think what surprised me the most was uh, that it, it was really largely civil throughout. Obviously, there was a bit of heat um, for later on in the debate, but for the most part, uh, both of them were very calm and collected. And, uh, I mean, honestly, Kristen Welker wasn't really doing what I expected either. I expected a lot more... Um, sparring with Trump from her, but every, I, frankly, everybody kind of impressed me a little bit more than I expected them to, Yeah, it was, as far as the quorum goes. It is interesting to me, and, uh, and uh, part of the reason that I wanted to talk with you, that it just doesn't seem that uh, President Trump gets treated presidentially by any, the uh, TV hosts, columnists, commentators, contributors, anchors, news people openly mock the president. Uh, that's that's uncalled for, unprecedented. I hate to use that word, but has any president yeah. ever taken that much mud from the news media? Oh, definitely not. And it's it's not just you know their attitude towards him so much as even when when they're interacting with him, they they talk to him almost like they're talking to a child. Sometimes it's it's very it's it's aggravating to watch, and I think it's because of a large portion of their um, their verbal bouts with each other, I think, is his frustration with that as well. Sometimes I wonder if they're trying to antagonize the president so that he will throw a tantrum or go off the edge or walk out on an interview with, uh, with Leslie Stahl, yeah. that they can maybe goad him into doing something that they can follow up with. See, I told you. Right. Yeah. No. It, it does sometimes seem like that's the strategy, right? It, which is, you know, incredibly devious. But um, some, sometimes it's hard to come to a different conclusion when you see the way they're uh, they're behaving with him. I mean, the the whole the whole Leslie Stahl thing was uh, was pretty eye opening, really, to watch. Well, but nobody's. I don't think anybody, anyway, is surprised that anytime there's a one on one, a sit down with the president. That uh, the the person sitting opposite the president is going to try and, as you mentioned, treat him like a child in hopes that he'll act like a child. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it plays it plays into the whole narrative that they've been pushing uh, since the very beginning, which is that he's not fit for this job temperamentally, that he's irrational, he's childish, he's too aggressive. Um, you know, I mean, there was there was a big push on even not, not just Democrats but journalists too. Uh, back when he was just running for president in 2016, uh, you know, do you really want this guy with his hands on the nuclear codes? Uh, he's he's too dangerous. He's too he's too childish and aggressive and violent. You know, so it's it's been um, it's been a theme throughout his political uh, career, really. Right. Well, and I don't know. I keep hearing it's time for a change. But I'm not sure that the country uh, is is ready to turn away from what Donald Trump did before COVID uh, took took over and changed everything. And a lot of Democrats are concerned that the Green New Deal and uh, and giving up 
the possibility of employment is uh, is worth the change of getting Donald Trump out of office. Well, right. I mean, you know, it's kind of like if your uh, if your school says I want to change schools, or if your child says I want to change schools, and so you say, okay, well, we're moving countries. Then. You know, it's uh, there's there's some changes that I think are a little bit too large or uh, fundamental to what's going on. Um, I mean, the Green New Deal, for example, and the fact that socialism is now kind of on the table as a discussion, at least in, in you know, some of the white towers of academia. Um, these are these are changes that are a little bit too rattling, I think, for most Americans. And you can uh, you can be perfectly rational, you know, disliking some of Trump's conduct, disliking his Twitter account, thinking that he can be a bit uh, opish sometimes and still not necessarily want. Uh, what the Biden camp and, in fact, the Democratic Party are peddling right now. Every reporter I have uh, ever heard talks about Trump being behind in this poll or that poll, in all the polls. Will voters see beyond that? The Trump supporters see beyond all of that and vote for him in record numbers? Is Donald Trump going to get reelected despite the media? Uh, well, if he does get reelected, it will certainly be despite the media. And uh, I mean, the, the polls, you know, we learned a lot of what we needed to know about the polls back in 2016. Yeah. He's similarly behind four years later. Uh, he's actually in a very similar position poll wise, if you look at what it was like in 2016. So, um, yeah, I actually, you know, I'm, I'm maybe in the minority, but I, I think he's had a pretty good shot. Interesting to see how it all plays out. Bill D'Agostino, we'll have the opportunity to talk again. I am sure Bill uh, is a, a member of the staff at Newsbusters looking at the real deal.